Welcome to the Connection Church. We are so glad to be together with you today. We're going to be continuing in our series called All Things New. We're going to be talking about how to release the things that are of the past, the old things, so we can surrender to, to the change that God has for us. See, God is doing a new work in your life. That's right. And no matter what you are dealing with this week, this season, God is not caught off guard by it. In Psalms 46.10, he says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still. That means to cast down, to let fall, to be relaxed, to slackening of the hands, to be at ease. The instruction to be still tells us that we are not to do anything. Can we be still and know that he is God over the situations of our lives? As we do nothing, we are to get out of the way and allow God to do what he wants. That's right. 1 Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So let's talk about what being a people of, uh, who belong to God looks like. See, God calls us to bring our lives to him so that we can build them how he wants, yeah. not how we want. See, sometimes we try to fix things ourselves and we try to rebuild things the way that we think they should be made and it doesn't work. Yeah. It has to be torn down in order for our lives to reflect the lives that God has for us. That's right. So let's talk about how we are to live. See, first, we got to understand who God is. God is holy. He cannot allow sin into his presence. Sin is unholiness. And he cannot allow unholiness into his presence. So sacrifices were created in olden days to atone for sins. See, before Jesus even came to the earth, animal sacrifices had to be done regularly as described in the Old Testament. They consisted of animals that had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. See, God so loved the world that he sent us Jesus to die as the ultimate sacrifice for the entire world that everyone who believes in him could be redeemed. Yeah. So now we're instructed to approach God's presence as the, with thanksgiving and praise and joy. Romans 12, 1 says, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. See, we are to be the living sacrifices, prepared to bring our lives into his presence. Mm -hmm. See, in the Old Testament, the sacrifices cost something. Mm -hmm. They had to be perfect. The people either had to purchase them if they didn't already have the animal sacrifices. It cost time, money, cost of travel to the tabernacle because everything had to be done at the temple so they had to travel from wherever they lived in the nation of Israel to the tabernacle to have the priests help with the sacrifice. See Jesus died to replace that the sacrificial system mm -hmm. to make it done once and for all but now we are called to present ourselves as a living sacrifice mm -hmm. and we do this by bringing all that we are to God not just the parts that we want him to see. That's right so we hold nothing back. That's right. Even the messy parts of our life we don't hold those back because our lives bring glory to God, even in the imperfect parts. Mm -hmm. The surrendered life is the sacrifice that is to be brought before God to bring That's him right. glory. See, it is not the perfected life that God wants us to bring, but it is the surrendered life Amen. that he wants us to bring to him. We cannot buy God's redemption by bringing the sacrifice into the temple and then go and worship other gods by worshiping the idols and this, the schedules and the, the priorities of our own lives. But we have to bring our lives to him in complete surrender. That's right, because God wants us to bring all of ourselves to him mm -hmm. as, a, as that sacrifice. And as we bring ourselves, our lives to God, we allow our desires, our rights, our passions, and everything that we think we should do or how it should be 
to be put to death so mm -hmm. that we can pursue all that God has for us to honor him completely with yeah. our lives. See, God wants to do a new work in you, but it requires that you open up your life to him. Not just bring him your life as it is now, but to open up your life in its entirety to him. Mm -hmm. This includes the past. This includes the things that have been of former days. God wants you to bring all of your life to him. So let's talk about that. What in your life needs to end so that something new can begin? That's good. Not just beginning with God today, but what in your life from a prior season mm -hmm. needs to end? What thought patterns need to end? What things that you carry as your baggage need to be put down? What fears, what concerns, what anxieties have you carried that you need to bring to God? See, God wants to do something new in your life, but sometimes that requires that the old has to be destroyed and surrendered to Him. That's right. See, to come to God means that we have to leave, be willing to bring everything we have to Him. Mm -hmm. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Not just the, the add God to our lives. Mm -hmm. We have to bring all that we are. Romans 8, 12 through 17. So then, brothers, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Mm -hmm. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Mm -hmm. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of, of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Yeah. I love verse 13, where it said, If you live according to the flesh, you will die. Mm -hmm. But if this, by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Amen. Do we want to live by the flesh? Or do we want to, by the Spirit, put to death the deeds of the body? Mm -hmm. See, it's not our own doing, which no. is so cool. It is the Spirit that allows us to have the ability to put the old ways behind us. Our flesh, our passions, our pain, our shadow, these are the things that hold us back. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to come and to put these to death, to transform them, to do something new in them, then we no longer have to carry them with us because the Spirit will go with us and cause them to have new life that will come out of them. See, what in your life are you keeping alive yourself that God says it's time to bury so that the Spirit can bring about new life in those areas? God wants to bring new life to certain areas that you are trying to nurture mm -hmm. along, that He says they need to be buried. They need right. to be uprooted or they need to be transformed. He says, I want to do something new, but sometimes we are trying to hang on to old ways. Mm -hmm. In Psalms 34, 19, it says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. See, there are difficulties in our lives. We don't have to hide the fact that we are going to have afflictions. That's right. God says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. The mm -hmm. righteous will have afflictions. So don't be ashamed that you have afflictions, but look to the Lord to deliver you out of them all. Yeah. Is there a sin or a weight or a pain that you are carrying that you hear Jesus calling you to give to him? He wants to do something new in you. Mm -hmm. The choice is yours. Will you invite him into that? Is there pain or loss that you are grieving that he is inviting you to let him help you carry? that he can be there and walk you through it. God says to us in Isaiah 41.10, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. 
I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. I want to read that again. Listen to what the Lord says to you. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You are not lesser of a Christian if you struggle with fear, pain, sin, sickness, grieving, anxiety, or brokenness, because we all do. He says that the righteous will have afflictions. So do not struggle and think that you have to hide it. That he Mm -hmm. invites you to bring it to him. In Isaiah 61 verses 1 through 4, the prophet Isaiah says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, Mm -hmm. and to open the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of the faint of spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall rise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. Did you catch that? There are victories pains, people, dreams, accomplishments, sins, and regrets that we carry. There are all kinds of things that we carry, usually silently. But God invites us to bring these situations fully to him so he can trade beauty for ashes, gladness for mourning, praise for a faint spirit, that we may be strong like oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. God has been planting you so deep that you have deep roots. We've been talking about how God has planted a seed within each one of us, that we may grow deep within him, Mm -hmm. that we may be nourished and bear fruit. And as he has been doing that, our roots have gone deeper in him, that we know where to look when we are struggling. And as he does, we have roots that are planted like an oak Mm -hmm. that does not get blown over, that has the strength to withstand anything. And in this season, God is doing a fresh work in you. He is growing your roots deeper and deeper so that you can withstand the struggles that you go through. See, there are things in our lives that appear to be complete devastations. They have the potential to handicap our lives, Mm -hmm. our happiness, our future. And these can appear to be our ancient ruins. Do we allow them to just sit there and become toxic? Do we allow them to just be in a back corner or a closed off closet no one gets to talk about? Or do we bring them to God and let God even transform them? Mm-hmm. See, challenging circumstances have the potential to become places of negativity that remain hidden from the healing power of God. God invites us to bring all of the brokenness in our lives to him right. so he can rebuild our lives into something new. Amen. Verse 4 says that God will rebuild. Let me read it again. They shall rebuild up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. So let's look at how we build up brokenness. Yeah. See, we have to surrender all of our situations to God. That means we lay them down at his feet and we don't pick them back up. That no matter what comes our way, know that God is stronger. That no matter what the economy throws at you, God still has a plan for you. And that is still to prosper you. No matter what the doctors say, keep hope in God as your healer. Mm -hmm. No matter what relationship issues you're facing, look to God for the guidance. 
See, he trades our beauty for ashes. He yeah. trades beauty for ashes, gladness for mourning, and praise for a faint spirit. Mm-hmm. See, God says that if you choose to follow him, you will find him. Yeah. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Deuteronomy 4 9 says, You will seek the Lord your God and you will find him. If you search after him with your whole heart and with your after your whole and with your whole soul. Are we people that do that? Are we people who seek after him with our whole heart and our whole soul? Jeremiah 29 verse 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's right. Not just with the pretty places, but with all of our hearts. With those broken places as well. With the the shameful places. With the things that we don't want to talk about. Mm -hmm. With those anxiety moments. With those fearful moments. With the victorious ones. In every situation, do we seek God? God is doing a new thing. And in the existing situations of your life, we can choose to surrender these situations to Him. Mm -hmm. Every single day. Sometimes the way God rebuilds is different than we pray or expect. That's right. But we have to begin to trust that He knows best. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we pray for a miracle and God does something different. And sometimes we have to just simply put our trust in God that He knows better. Mm -hmm. Because God has a plan for you. And He is walking you to the perfect promised land for your life. That's right. So secondly, not only do we begin to put our trust in God by surrendering our situation, but we choose to follow him Mm -hmm. and to trust him fully. We make the choice to pursue a relationship with him no matter what. See, God so loved the world and sent his son to us, but he doesn't force us to have a relationship with him. He invites us to respond and he waits. He makes the invitation and then we have to choose. Will we follow and trust him? Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. See, we have to let God build or rebuild our life. We cannot do it ourselves. Psalms 147 verse 2 says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds their wounds. Let him love you. Let the great physician care for you because he knows you better than you know yourself. And he is waiting to heal those broken places in you. Yeah, and that's our third point. Let God build your life. Do we let him build it the way he wants? He loves us. So do we bring our lives to him, choose to follow him, and then let him build our lives the way that he desires? God created each one of us with a purpose. And that purpose, that core purpose, is to be in relationship with Him. Mm -hmm. In Psalms 139, verse 13, it says, For you formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. God formed you. He knows how many days you will live. Mm -hmm. He knows every single detail of what will happen to you. He knows the greatest joys that you have and your Mm -hmm. greatest disappointments. He knows what happened to you yesterday and the situations that will take place this week. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to hide any part of it. He knows who you are, mistakes and all, victories and all. And he loves you the same. See, a relationship requires that we know one another. 
And as Pastor Kathleen was just saying, God already knows you. So are, do you know God? Are you spending that time, that intimacy, that one-on-one -on -one time with God, learning who He is mm -hmm. so that you can follow Him better? It requires us to be completely open and share information about ourselves with one another. See, if God already knows you, then include Him in every area of your life because He's already waiting for you. Yeah. So let me recap. How do we build our lives in God? How do we allow Him to do a new thing in the old things of our lives? Well, we have to surrender our situations mm -hmm. to Him. We have to choose to surrender everything that we have gone through and that we will go through. Secondly, we have to choose to follow God fully, 100%. 100% in, saying, God, I will follow you and your instructions and live my life the way that you have called me to. That's right. And finally, we have to let God build or rebuild our lives. Mm -hmm. We yeah. have to let Him do what He wants with Him as the foundation. That's right. Because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. But Jesus came that we may have life and live it abundantly. Yeah. We can recognize the schemes of the devil. The devil wants to defeat us. That's so right. choose to stand against him Come and on. allow God to rebuild your life in him. Amen. Would you bow your head with me as we pray? As we begin to, to pray and enter into the Lord's presence, would you think of some situations in your life that you know that the Lord wants to heal? And begin to say, okay, Lord, I will let you rebuild this. Do you have that in your mind right now? Lord, we thank you that you are part of every detail, that you are aware, intimately aware, of every thought we feel, we think, every emotion, every situation, and that you have our perfect future in mind. God, as we choose to come before you, we ask that you would take these broken, hurting, grieving places of our past, may they become victorious as you rebuild them. Mm -hmm. May you trade beauty for ashes, praise for mourning. May you rebuild ruins that were long since destroyed into new places that are victorious. Yes, God, we thank you that as we are people who choose to surrender to you, that you plant us like oaks of righteousness. We thank you for this new work that you are doing. And God, I thank you that as each person prays along right now, that your Holy Spirit is with each person, whether they sit in their car, at home, the library, or wherever it may be. Holy Spirit, we ask that you would go with them that you would comfort them. May you give them encouragement and healing and direction of how you plan to work in this new season. Wash over them with joy and reassurance that you are in control of all of the details as they surrender to you. Continue to birth new things that we as your people would follow you, walking in the center of your plan, building our lives solely on you, and living lives that are examples to the world around us. Amen. Amen. As we go into this next song, I invite you, would you continue to just declare to God your love for him? Surrender your life fully to him. 
Invite him into these places of your heart and choose to surrender. Would you say a personal prayer to him and commit your life fully to him in all that you have and all that you have yet to become?